now it's time for you to receive from the Lord through His Word. Amen? Hallelujah. And we are in our series of message, Greater Things. And today I will share the fourth message. And next Sunday I will conclude with the last message. Amen? Amen. Have you been blessed with this message? Yes. Yeah? Okay, and next, next Sunday we're gonna, I'm going to share the, the last message. If you didn't listen some of the message, please go to our YouTube channel and listen it. Because it will bless you. I want to start reading a verse from the Bible. The first book of the Bible, Genesis chapter 11. And uh, our message will be based on these verses. And you, please, you need to be, to give all the attention, to be attentive what we are reading. And pay attention to the names of that people. Because you, I'm going to talk about the name of that people, okay? Let's start. Verse 11, or verse 27. This is the story of Terah's family. Terah was the father of Abraham, Abraham, Nahor, and Haran. Haran was the father of Lot. Haran died at his hometown, Ur of Babylonia, while his father Terah was still alive. Abram and Nahor both married. Abraham's wife was named Sarai. Nahor's wife was named Milka. Milka was the daughter of Haran. Haran was the father of Milka and Isaac. Sarai did not have any children because she was not able to have children. Terah took his family and pay attention now. Terah took his family and left Ur of Babylonian. They planned to travel to? They planned to travel to Canaan. Terah took his son Abraham, his grandson Lot, Haran's son, and his daughter-in-law Sarai, Abraham's wife. They traveled to the city of Haran. Pay attention. And then they decided to stay there. Terah lived to be 205 years old. And he died where? In Haran. Beloved brothers, pay attention and be connected. Because God has a word for you today. Can you say amen? When you agree with me, what you have to say? Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Did you know that most climbers do not give up at the start of their climb? 
when they started. That are most likely to give up are halfway through. Right? Also most married people do not get divorced in the first day or in the first week. But they get divorced halfway through their marriage. Isn't it? People do not drop out of school after the first day. No. But most people drop out halfway through. Do you agree? Okay. Most people do not give up on their diet in the first day. Some, okay. <laughs> Some people in the first day said, I give up. <laughs> it's, but not everybody. Or most, most of them gave up in the middle of the way. Beloved brother, this word I'm going to teach you, give it to you, it's very important and talks about you. Why? Because the Bible says everything that is written here, it's to teach us. It says everything they lived is example for all of us. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. The story that we read, uh, we see a man named Terah. He left his a hometown called Ur. It was in Babylon. And he wanted to take him to take over a place named Canaan. He left Ur, Ur to go to Canaan. And this is the the message of today. Canaan is your destiny. Amen. Canaan is your destiny. Amen. Canaan is your destiny. Amen. This is the word for you today. Beloved brother, Canaan, if you are a Bible read, Canaan was the promised land. But you need to understand one thing. Some people understand that Canaan is heaven. No, Canaan is not heaven, okay? There is nothing about heaven. Why? Because when the people left Hur and they were going to Canaan, they had to fight. They had to fight against enemies. And in heaven, there is no enemies. In heaven, there is no enemies. You just, when you die, you go direct. Then Canaan was the promised land. But Terah ended up staying in the place called Haran. He decided to go to Canaan. But the Bible says he, he stayed in a place called Haran. Instead, he stayed where? In the middle. If you don't know, if you go to the map... You are going to see who is it was, was in Babylon. And he traveled five, 500, 560 miles. And he had only more 400 miles to go to Canaan. But 
He settled there and he gave up. And he never got in his destiny. But your destiny is Canaan. I said your destiny is Canaan. Amen. How many Christians left the world, that means who, with the intention of reaching the promised land, but they end up staying halfway? Also, many had faith in the beginning, but they did not have faith enough to continue it. And the Bible said that Terah left word towards Canaan, but he settled in Haran. And he died there. I'm here, I am here to say to you, please look at me. I'm here to say that God who took you from Ur... He wants to bring you all the way to Canaan. What did I say? God wants to took you out of Ur. And he wants to bring you all the way to Canaan. And Canaan is all the promise that God gave you, my beloved brother. For this earth. Not just for heaven. For this earth. Canaan is... Your promise that you received years ago. What are you expecting from God? Your calling. Everything that God has prepared for you. And the Bible says, the one who started the good work, he will finish. If you don't give up. It's interesting, my beloved brother. Please, I have no time to go so deep. But read at home. You are going to see that from chapter 12 uh, onwards, the Bible doesn't mention Terah anymore. He left the world to go to Canaan. Then he died in the middle, and the Bible doesn't mention him anymore. The Bible forgot about him. Don't say anything more about this man. But it starts... The Bible starts talking about his son, Abraham. Or, and we, and now we, we all learn about the difference between Terah and Abraham. Now we are going to learn the difference between Terah and Abraham. Abraham did not set Settle for Haran. What did they say? Abraham did not settle for Haran. Please, you should not settle for Haran. Because Haran is not the place that God promised you. You should not settle there. When God has promised you Canaan. Do not settle down halfway through your journey. Do not settle for half a blessing. Some people 
get half of the blessing, oh, it's okay. Do not settle for the half of the calling. Amen. I said, do not settle for, the, for half of the calling. Because God has bigger things for you, beloved brothers. God has greater things prepared for you. And you cannot settle or go into a different place. God has bigger things for you, so do not stop before you reach to the end. Amen? Do not accept a mediocre life. God has greater things for you. Do not accept mediocre life. God has greater things for you. I think you have heard. I am speaking about this mediocre life. In, the, in, in this series. And I have you. I have urged you. Not to accept this mediocre life. And do you know what mediocre means? This word, do you know? Average. But the word mediocre is a word used by climbers. This word is a word used by climbers. Or the, wor the word mediocre comes from two words. Medio, that means half. Medio, that means half. And ocre. That means stone or mountain. Or mediocre is, is a person who only made it halfway to summit the mountain. Yeah. Climbers used to say he is a mediocre because he did not reach the top. He only climbed half of the mountain. I am here to say, you are not a mediocre. Look to the person next to you and say, you are not a mediocre. Yeah. Because you are not, set, you are not going to settle down in the middle of the way. Amen. You cannot settle down in the middle. You have a destiny. God called you. God gave a word. To you. You will not stop halfway. To reaching your dream. You are not going to stop halfway. You will not settle. For half of the promise. You will not give up. In the middle of your calling. Amen. You have to get. To the top. You need to fulfill. Everything that God has promised you in Jesus' name. Amen? Amen? Because you are not a mediocre. <laughs> Average or, or medium. God has, this is why I am teaching you in this series, that God has greater things for you. Say with me, God has greater things for me. I'm not going to give up. Yes. God has greater things. If you want bigger things, you cannot settle 
for a little while. You cannot stop or give up halfway up to the mountain. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. I do not want, my beloved brother, half of my ministry. I do not want half of my ministry or half of my blessing or half of a healing. Because God is a perfect God. And I want everything that God has promised. How, how many of you would like to receive everything that God promised to you? Amen. Yes. When you believe, say amen. And say, God, I'm not going to give up in what you promised me. Because if you are a Bible reader, you are going to see. People who that they received because they did not give up. Halfway. They persevered in everything they were going. Say to the person next to you, Canaan is your destiny. Don't stop halfway. Amen. And I want you to read Genesis 12. As I told you, the Bible stopped talking about that man, Terah. And now it's talking about Abraham. Genesis 12. I'm going to read verse 1, 4, and 5. Follow me, please. The Lord said to Abraham, Live your country. And your people, leave your father's family and go to a country that I will show you. So Abram left Haran, just like the Lord said. He left Haran, just like the Lord said. And Lot went with him. Abram was 75 years old. When he left Haran, he was old, but he left Haran. He took his wife Sarai, his nephew Lot, all the slaves and all the other things that he had got, gotten in Haran. Pay attention. He was blessed in, in Haran. He made money. He made money in Haran, but said, now it's time. Then he and his group moved to the land of Then he and his group moved to the land of Canaan. And the first point I have just some points to share with you. The first point is get out of your comfort zone. What is the first point? Beloved brothers, you are going to see that Abraham took the same path that Terah. Okay? Both. They took the same path that Terah had once taken. Abraham passed by Haran, but he did not settle in Haran. He decided to move on. I am telling you, please, keep going. Continue on. Do not conform to unfinished businesses. 
God has bigger things for you. Amen? You cannot confirm. The Bible says that Abraham prospered in Haran. He multiplied his goods. But he did not settle down there. He knew that God had called him for something bigger. And he knew his destiny was in Canaan. Please, do not settle down in the place and the situation you find yourself in now. I'm going to repeat to you. Pay attention. Do not settle down in the place or in the situation you find yourself now. For this is a passing situation and a place of transit. Maybe now you are suffering. Maybe you are going through some hard circumstance. Maybe you are, your marriage is not okay today. Maybe you are struggling in some areas of your life. And I am here to say this is a passing situation. Amen. A place of transit. Don't settle down in this circumstance. This is so important. How many here wanted to get to their promised land? I wanted to get there in my promised land. I'm not going to stop in the middle. I decided. Your promised land is never within your comfort zone. Okay? Sometimes you say, oh, for me this circumstance is better. No, 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 no. Don't settle down in your comfort zone. Because sometimes, we, you know, all of us, we want to be, to have a comfort life. And we don't want to leave behind. Like I, I taught you before, sometimes we don't want to burn our plows. plows. Say, no, I don't want to do that. Second point. Second point. Don't give excuses. What did I say? Don't give excuses. Why? Many people do not reach their promised land because they give too much excuses to serve God. Too many excuses to follow God's path. Abraham did not give excuses. How old was Abraham? Seven, five years old. He could have said, Lord, I am too old. Isn't it? Who here is 75 years old or older? Then everybody has no excuses here. <laughs> you have no excuses. Because he was 75. He could say, Lord, sorry, I have no more strength. Don't count on me. I should stop and rest. <laughs> I, I, I always, sometimes the people ask me, Pastor, uh, when are you going to retire? Because normally 
like everybody works and have their retirement. Okay? They stop work and just receiving their money. Then I said, what? Retirement? Never ever. Why? Because I am serving the Lord. I am doing this with so much pleasure. How can I stop one day and doing nothing? This is my life and this is, should be our life. How can I say, God, I stopped my mission. Now I'm retired. Just re No, I'm going to retire when I'm in heaven. <laughs> it's never, please pay attention to what I'm going to say. It's never too early and it, or too late to start walking towards your calling. What did I say? <laughs> too early? Or too late to start walking towards your calling. It's never too early or never too late to go after God's plan for your life. Doesn't matter how old are you. I started my life when I was 18 years old. And I am 54 years old. And I am still, wow, passionate for Jesus and follow him with all my heart. What are your excuses for not to serve God? What are your excuses for you not to be a cell leader in the church? What is your excuse for not serving in the church? Because you want just to be served. And you don't want to serve. Next message I'm going to talk more about that. What are your excuses? <sighs> I, 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 I love to receive, Pastor. Not to give. Something wrong in your life. If you are not serving. Sorry. If you are not serving, something is wrong. But the next, next message I'm going to talk more what is your excuses for not speaking about Jesus to the lost people around you? What are your excuses? Do, are you afraid to be persecuted? Or maybe, ah, they don't like. Or maybe, I don't know how to speak a proper English. <laughs> Serve people, love people. Prepare a cake. Bring it to your neighbor. Prepare something, love people. Then they are going to say, wow, oh, you are so different. You have something in your life. That I would like to know you more. And I would like to know the God that you are serving. No, no amen now? Ah. <laughs> what are your excuses? Abraham never gave any excuse. Never. Neither did he use his old age to ignore God's calling. And he was 75 years old. Are you listening to my voice? Are you listening to my voice? If you are listening to my voice, if your heart is beating... If you have oxygen in your lungs, it means that God has not done with you. And God wants to use you. 
Just the day when you passed away, you passed away, then he's going to say, I cannot do anything. If, but if you have oxygen in your lungs, if he, you, you, you have your heart is beating, God has planned for your life. There are some people, they are sick. They are not okay and they are trying to, to talk about Jesus. And then we say, okay, uh, uh, I don't like to talk because the people are going to reject me, pastor. I don't mind if they reject me. They rejected Jesus. Please, don't give excuses. Can I hear me? God has greater things for you. God has new territories for you. But these territories are not on your comfort zone. Yeah. They are not there. Third point. Third point. Do not stop halfway. What did I say? Do not stop halfway. Beloved brother, Terah got out of Ur to go to Canaan. But he settled down in Haran. Abram left Haran to get to Canaan. And the Bible says that he did reach Canaan. Amen. I'm here to say, you are not Terah. You are Abraham. Amen. You are not Terah. You are Abraham. Amen. You are not going to stop halfway. You cannot stop halfway. You will get there. Amen. Amen. You cannot settle in the middle of your calling. Please, don't settle in the middle of your calling. Halfway through your marriage. Psh, don't stop halfway of your marriage. You have to fight for your marriage. You have to fight. Get out of your comfort zone. Fight. Love your wife. Love your husband. Don't stop halfway. God promised you a, a, a good land. A promised land that will flow honey. How is your marriage today? And why is not good? Why? Because you need to invest in your marriage. You have to love your wife. You have to love your husband. You need to invest in his life. And this is the reason many people, they stopped halfway in their marriage. Also, you cannot give up on your promise. You have to move forward for greater things. Amen? God has greater things for you and you cannot stop in the middle. Amen? Fourth point. Fourth point. Let's read all together. Do not let your short spiritual vision limit your destiny. This is a big problem. Abraham set his eyes 
on the promised land. On the promised land. Let's read the Genesis 15:5. Says, then he brought him, God brought Abraham outside and said, What God said to him? Look now towards heaven and count the star if you are able to number them. And he said to him, So shall your descendants be. There was, there was problem, my beloved brother, was that he had short vision. He had a very short vision. And his short spiritual, his short spiritual vision limited his destiny. Because he left Ur to go to Canaan. But his short spiritual vision stayed half of the, the, the place that God had for him. And I have seen the same happening to many Christians. Because of their short vision, they go to another places. Or this is better. It's better to settle down. But this did not happen to Abraham. No. Abraham was in his tent. That verse. He was in his tent. And God said. Get out. Abraham get out. Look to heaven. And count the star. If you can. Show, show your descendants be. Beloved brothers, pay attention what I'm going to say to you. If you do not have a vision of your future, you will always return to your past. What did I say? If you do not have a vision of your future, you will always return to your past. Have you seen that? Many Christians... They received promise of God, but they lose their vision and end up missing out on the best of God. And if you are listening to all this message, uh, God is telling you, in all this message, God is telling you, get out of your tent. Get out of your tent. He's challenging you, look up to heaven. Because I have greater things for you. This is the promise of God. And now God is shouting and saying, look up to heaven. I have a vision for you. God is taking you out of this place of pain. Because I know, sometimes we are in a place of pain. And God... As God said, Abraham, get out of your tent. There are some people here. You are in a tent of pain. And God says, get out of this pain. It's not time anymore for you to stay there. From tent of discouragement, passivity, 
or mediocrity. Get out of this tent. God is saying, I have more for you. I am not done with you. It's not time for you to stop yet. Can you say amen? amen. I have more for you, God is saying today. I have more for you. It's not, it's not done with you. It's not finished. It's not time for you to stop yet. Look to the person next to you and say, it's not time for you to stop. Why? It's not time for you to stop. Why, brothers and sisters? God has new territories. Can you say amen? amen? New territories for you to conquer. He has new opportunities for you. You have to continue following the calling he has given you. Do not settle for Haran. Amen? Amen. Do not settle for Haran. Haran is not the place God has for you. God promised you Canaan. And Canaan is your destiny. Amen. Say to the person next to you, Canaan is your destiny. Listen what I'm going to say now. You will never get anywhere. I'm going to repeat again. You will never get anywhere if you don't set your eyes on it first. Okay? If you, I'm going to repeat again. Read together for me. You will never get anywhere if you don't set your eyes on it first. Did you get what I said? For example, some of you are seeing me here preaching, right? You are seeing me preaching. But I am standing right now in the vision that God gave me years ago. And I am here in the middle of this vision. And God did not finish with me. If I stop here right now, I'm going to miss what God has for me ahead. Did you get the point? Or you need to have one vision and to walk through that vision. And you, you never not going to go anywhere, never ever, if your vision doesn't go first. You have to have a vision and to walk for this vision. And God gave a vision to Abraham. And Abraham had all, he could have all the excuses. Say, Father, no, not me. I am old, 75. My wife, you know my wife, no miracle, no miracle for her. It's impossible. She could not bear children. Look, God, look at her age. No, it's impossible. But with God, nothing is impossible. Amen. Then you need to have a vision. Because you never will get anywhere if you don't set your vision first. What I'm doing here, I am walking a vision. 
and you need to have a vision. Amen? Never allow your current, current situation to blind your vision. What did I say? Never allow your current situation to blind your vision. But brothers, I know many of us have gone through hard circumstances. Also, we know we were in the pandemic, right? Days ago, it, the pandemic was very hard. Do you agree? It was very hard for many people. This pandemic, my beloved brother, stole their vision. Many people, pay attention, many people lost their vision in this pandemic. Because of the, all the suffering. And God wants you to, to restore your vision. Because of the suffering, we lost our vision. And then we need to be careful. Because never allow your current situation to blind your vision. Because God wants you to have a clear vision. Amen? And today, you need to get out of this place with a clear vision. With a new vision. Amen? Because God is speaking to you. I know. And you need to walk by this vision. Then, with clarity... And also, every blessing, every place where God wants you to take you, never allow your current situation blind your vision. Amen? Amen. Fifth point. You need to have patience. What did I say? Look to the person next to you and say, you have to have patience. Yeah? Genesis 21.5. Genesis 21.5. Let's read all together. Let's read all together, please. Abraham was 100 years old when Isaac was born. Wow. <laughs> Can you imagine? Do you remember? Do you remember how old was Abraham when, call, when God called him and gave the promise to him? 75. 75 years old. When he first received the promise. And he was 100 years old when he saw the promise being fulfilled. Wow. For, for 25 years, 25 years, Abraham not only had faith, but he had patience. What did I say? He had faith, but also he had patience. How many people are praying? And in the first week, they stopped praying. For something. Or in the first, you start praying for something, the first month, give up. Huh, God didn't give me. God didn't answer my prayers. And this man waited for 25 years. 
Pay attention what I'm going to say to you. Most Christians do not fail to reach their potential for lack of faith. No. They fail because of their lack of patience and humility. What did they say that's lacking? Patience and humility. Most Christians do not lose their blessings for lack of faith. But for lack of patience and broken heart. Don't have broken heart. Don't have patience. Hebrews 10.36 says, You must be patient after you have done what God wants. You will get what He promised you. You must be what? Patient after you have done what He wants you. Be patient and do what He asks you for, for you to do. Amen? Amen? With faith and patience... We will reach our promises. Can you say amen? amen? It's not enough to have faith. You need to be patient. Many have faith to plant the seed. Look what I'm saying. Many have faith to plant the seed. But they have no patience to wait for the harvest. Yeah. They plant the seed. Say, oh, God didn't bless me. This is so important. My beloved brothers. Joseph. Wait. For 13 years. To get to the palace. 13 years to get to the palace. David. The king David. Had to wait for 17 years. To be a king. Abraham. Waited. For 25 years for the promised child. Moses waited 40 years to restart his calling. Right? If you read the Bible, you know what I'm talking about. Faith is not enough. You must have patience and humility, broken heart. The bigger your dream or miracle, the bigger must your patient, patience and humility be. Okay? The bigger your dream or miracle, what you are waiting, the bigger must your patience and humility be. Can you say amen? Yeah. And the last point, and I am finishing. Get out of the place of your pain. What did I say? Get out of the place of your pain. Mm -hmm. Maybe you never noticed reading the Bible what I'm going to say to you now. Maybe, I don't know. You know, Terah had how many children? Three. Three. One of his children was called Haran. Okay, one of his children, Haran. And Haran died. The place where he settled down was also called Haran. Have you noticed that? Have you noticed? His child was called Haran. 
And then the place where he stayed, it's Haran. The same. The place of the pain. The place where he settled down was called Haran. Often when your faith is injured, we stay in that place of pain. Sometimes we stay in that place of pain. Terah lost a son who was called Haran. And in Haran, he stayed. Terah lost a son called Haran. And in Haran, he stayed. He stayed in the place of the pain and never left it. How many Christians, they were hurt in the past. And they forever stayed in that place of pain. They have no courage to leave that place. We all, we all, my beloved brothers, we all are hurt along the way. We all. You don't know how many times I was hurt. How many times I was hurt. We all lost something in this pandemic. We all. Did you? Yes or not? We all lost something in this pandemic. We lost family member. We lost jobs. We lost opportunity. We lost trips. We lost money. We lost disciples. And we lost dear friends. I lost very, very dear friends. People that I really loved. But today we have to make a choice. We cannot settle down in the place of our pain. Amen? Amen. And my question to you is, you will stay in Haran or do we keep on going? Hmm? Tehran could not continue. The Bible says that he stayed there and there died. I want to invite you, please, do not stay in Haran. Amen. Amen? Do not stay in Haran. God promised us Canaan, and we will not stay in Haran. Amen? Amen? I will not stay in Haran. You cannot stay in Haran because God promised us Canaan. In Canaan, we will arrive. Amen? Amen? Look to the person next to you and say, in Canaan, you will arrive. Amen? Yes. Also, beloved brothers, we all are living difficult times. Some of you are fighting against illnesses, right? Maybe you or someone from your family fighting illnesses. Others are suffering some pain of losing the loved ones. We spent difficult times in this pandemic. But this pandemic is over. 
Yes. This pandemic is over. Have you seen that? I was traveling. The airports are full of people. The aircraft is full of people. <laughs> and no one using masks anymore. <laughs> we, the pandemic, the pandemic has left us, right? But have we left the pandemic go? <laughs> the pandemic is no is long gone and finished. But the bigger question: Have you left it? The pandemic is gone, but some people they are not seeking the Lord anymore. There are many people. Oh, I need to stay home. I cannot go to the service anymore. Oh, I need. I don't. I don't visit people because I can't. A lot of excuses. Are you, are you willing to get out of Haran? Yes. Are you willing to get out of this place of pain? Yes. Sadness, mourning, affliction, dismay, defeat, condemnation, and fear. It's time to live. It's time to move forward. Amen? Yes. God did not promise you Haran. God promised you Canaan. Let's all stand up, please. I know. I didn't finish. Don't move, please. It's hard to let go of the past, isn't it? It's hard. It's hard to move on. I know because I too have been hurt. I lost dear friends in this pandemic. It was hard for me, very hard. I lost disciples. I lost pastors. I lost opportunities. But I decided to not settle down in Haran, in the place of pain. I have a calling. You have a calling. God promised you and promised me Canaan. I decided I will not stay in this place of pain. I decided. Pay attention what I'm going to say to you. If you can close your eyes. Today God wants to dry your tears. God wants to dry your tears. God wants to give you new strength. God wants to give you new vision. And to increase your faith. So you may keep on going towards your vision. And never give up. Never give up on your calling. Never give up on your marriage. Not, not, never give up on the things that you are asking God. Persevere. And God is inviting you today. Get out of the place of pain and discouragement and sadness. Look up to heaven today. Today is a day of healing. Haran is not your place. 
You are not going to die there. Haran is not what God promised you. What you are living right now is just a season. Soon will pass. Healing will come. Do not give up halfway through, please. I want to invite you right now. Maybe you are going through some struggles in your life. And God wants to heal you. Maybe physical healing, emotional healing. Maybe you lost something in the past and God wants to heal you. He wants to dry your tears. And I want to pray for you and I want to invite you to come forward here where I am. And I want you to pray. Today you need to decide to get out of this place of discouragement, pain, mediocrity. And say yes to the calling of God. If you are saying yes to the calling of God. If you want to get out of this place of pain. Please you need to give one step of faith. And come here in front. I want to pray for you. Doesn't matter if you don't have space here. Please. Get out of this place. Haran is not your place. You need to move on. You can be around me and no problem. You can stay here in front. You can come. If you need, if you need, I, Lord, I need healing. Lord, I need a miracle. I am in the place of pain. You have to move. Give one step of faith now. Doesn't matter if you go just to the, the corridors. In this place, but we have moved from your place. This is a day of healing. God wants to heal you. Today you need to get out of this place of pain. Yes. God wants to strengthen you. You need to get out of this place of affliction. Just as God called Abraham. Jesus is calling you now. Maybe you never received Jesus as your Savior. Go, come, come, please come. Get out of your place. Maybe you need to reconnect to God today. And say, Jesus, I want to serve you faithfully. Maybe you have some pain in your heart. comes. God will heal you today. He wants to take you away from this place of condemnation, pain, sadness. Please give a, a step of faith right now. Do not settle for Haran. Keep your eyes closed. The Holy Spirit is moving this place. I can see many people, they are attached to their past in pain you lost dear people and you are attached to that, your past and today you need to give this step of faith and you need to say I will live greater things Lord keep your eyes closed put your hand on your heart right now, please. Put your hand in your heart with your eyes closed. Now this hand 
is the hand of Jesus. This hand is not your hand. Jesus is here now. This is the hand of Jesus Christ in your heart. He's putting his hand over your heart to heal your heart. He is healing the wound of your soul. He's healing. Please let Jesus heal your heart from all the pain. He's healing you. Feel his presence. He's touching you. Jesus is healing you from all pain, all guilt, all fear, anxiety, all the wounds of the past. Some of you have one endured faith because you believe it, but you never receive it. You have prayed and you did not see the results, and your faith was hurt. But today, God is restoring your faith. He's touching you. Can you feel His presence right now? He's restoring your faith. Today, God is restoring you to continue following your mission. Say to Him, I'm not going to stop in the middle of the way. I'm not going to stop halfway. I am here to say, you, you will not stop halfway to the promise. Halfway to your calling. In the middle of the blessing. Today God is giving you faith to continue on and to persevere. Let the grace of God to embrace you right now. Let His grace to embrace you. Let His love and mercy cover you. The perfect love casts out all fear. Receive now. Today is a day of healing. Every fear come out of those lives. All guilt, get out. All condemnation, unbelief, affliction will leave you today in Jesus' name. Raise your hands now up and receive more from God more from His presence today is a day of healing you are going to receive new strength right now, new strength receive new anointing new anointing, anointing of the Holy Spirit is moving here new anointing oh, new authority and greater faith greater faith, receive more of the Holy Spirit say I receive you Holy Spirit yes, today is a day of healing I declare healing your bodies healing your souls healing your emotions all the tears dry up in Jesus name today is a day of healing God has a new time and a new season oh in Jesus name Lord I bless all my brothers and sisters I declare time of healing today I declare miracles over their lives Lord a new time is coming winter is over and God is healing hearts and strengthening the faith of those who have through about giving up in Jesus name I bless you receive fresh anoint pray after me and say I receive Fresh anointing. Fresh anointing. I'm healed. I'm healed. 
I'm blessed. My soul I are healed. I get out. This place of pain. In Jesus' name. I'm not going to give up. In the, in the middle of my calling. I receive now. Fresh anointing. Fire. From the Holy Spirit. Over my life. In Jesus' name I pray. And I give you glory, Lord. I am healed. I am healed. I am blessed. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Glory to God. God has greater things for you. Amen. Do you believe? May the Lord bless you. And see you next week. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah.